0: You're listening to Defenders of Astralon. I've seen this question a lot on Guild Wars forums, which is, what expansion packs should I get? Prophecies, Factions or Nightfall? So first, let's talk about the classes on each of these expansion packs. Prophecies, Factions and Nightfall all have the 5 main classes, which are, the Warrior, the Ranger, the Monk, the Necromancer, the Mesmer and the Elementalist, which are available in all games. Except for Eye of the North, of course. Now, the classes in factions are the Assassin and the Ritualist, and in Nightfall, it's the Paragon and the Dervish. Since the 5 core professions are in all of these games, I won't be talking about them, I'll only be talking about the Assassin, Ritualist, Paragon, and Dervish. The Assassin is kind of like a ninja, he dual wields daggers and uses combos to deal big damage to enemies. The ritualist is kind of like a necromancer monk, he's kind of like a necromancer because he can summon spirits and these spirits can attack enemies or buff your allies. And he's kind of like a monk by buffing them with weapon enchants. The paragon is kind of like a paladin, but instead of swords he uses spears which he can chuck at enemies. He can enchant his spears to deal more damage to enemies. He can also use motivation which can get rid of hexes. Now this is one of my favorite classes, which is the Dervish. One of the coolest things about this class is that it can transform into a god, like Balthasar, for example. This class uses a scythe as its main weapon, which is kind of awesome. This class can use scythe mastery to damage enemies with scythe, or you can damage enemies with boss. and that's the different classes. Now all these expansions have different themes, Prophecies is kind of like a western theme, factions is kind of like an Asian theme, and Nightfall is like Egypt kind of thing. So it all comes down to what class you want to play, and what theme you'd like the best. And it doesn't really matter with the story because it fills you in on a lot of things on all the games anyway. So now I'm going to talk about Zeichen Chests. If you've ever been to Isle of the Nameless, you've probably seen it. It's a chest and it can't be picked. you have to have the Zeishin key. To get the key you have to have 5000 Balthazar points, which you get from PvP, team arenas, random arenas and all that stuff. But what I reckon is the easiest way to get Balthazar points is to go to the Zeishin challenge. Since you won't be vesting players there, it'll be it's really easy to get points. The only bad thing to this, however, is that you can only get 2000 points a day. But I guess this is a good thing to stop people from farming Balthazar points. So it takes a while to actually get enough points, but it's well worth it if you get a rare weapon from it. The drops that these Zacian chests can give you is any rare weapon, a Beetlejuice Tonic, which turns you into a beetle, the cream brulee, what gives you three points towards the sweet tooth title, and it can give you a sugar rush in towns or outposts. An everlasting rifer tonic, which turns you into one of those orange dudes, and it looks like one of those ice golems but in orange. It also has unlimited uses. It also drops the Everlasting Beetlejuice Tonic, which is basically the same as Beetlejuice Tonic, it just has unlimited uses, but it very rarely drops. There is also the Flask of Firewater. Flask of Firewater is an alcoholic drink, and when you consume it, it will go towards the Drunkard title. There's also the Transmogrifier tonic, which is the same as Everlasting Transmogrifier tonic, but it just has one use. There's also the Euletide tonic, which transforms you into the form of Winter's Day, which is a snowman ice golem thing. You can also get the Elite Tome and the Normal Tome, which basically just gives you a skill that you've already unlocked on your account. And last, and it is the least, is a lockpick, which just unlocks normal chests, like an Ascalon chest or something. And that's all of the drops from the Zeishin chest. And in 2007, there used to be a bug where you could just open this chest without a key, but obviously they've fixed it now. And that's the Zeishin chest. If you've been listening to the podcast, you'll notice that I've put background music on it, to make it a little bit less boring. And since I didn't go through the classes too much on this episode, on some of the future episodes, I'm just gonna dedicate one episode to each of the classes on Guild Wars. Also guys, keep the constructive criticism coming, because I really need suggestions on how to make this podcast better and better through each episode. If you give me constructive criticism after every episode, if I get to the 100th episode, It'd be like super mega awesome. And I'd probably have to rename this podcast the Super Mega Defenders of Ascalon. But in all seriousness, keep the comments coming because it really helps me make this podcast better. If you come in and tell me the podcast sucks, well, tell me why it sucks. Why? What are the elements that make it suck? Also, the future episodes I'm going to be making longer because I've got lots of comments about that. So tell your friends, tell your guildmates, and tell your alliance. Actually screw that, just spam chat with my
1: website. A nation under the dark, air, of which I stand alone. A feast in the crowd, a song against the mold. Without a doubt, singled out being the-
0: can't believe you're still listening to this podcast well my podcast is pretty awesome